Are you talking to me? Are you good now? Are you good to go? Are you good to begin our fun time of talking on the radio? On the what? On the radio. On the what? The radio. Just old man nonsense. The radio. To start every episode. <laughs> What is it? is that like the radio for uh, on the internet or <laughs> what is the podcast exactly? I don't understand. How do you get it? Is it live in studio? What is happening? How do you do it? Well, um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of there's it a rem- lot involved. It reminds me when when Ricky was a guest on the podcast briefly. Do you remember that? No. What are we doing here? <laughs> who who the fuck are you? What are we doing? <laughs> if only. How do we do this? Uh, how do we get him on the podcast? <laughs> Ricky Roma? Yeah. How do we get him on? He's on the podcast every week, baby. That's true. I mean, <laughs> what do you what more do you need? I guess. I think people on the other end of these microphones are thinking, how do we stop Ricky Roma from being on the podcast? <laughs> Cuz goddamn it. Yeah, there's a lot of Ricky Roma. Tons. Yeah. That has, I mean, I'll I'll fall on that sword. That is clearly my fault. No, it's it's just hey, come on. It's par for the course. I mean, <laughs> you got to have it. I think so too. But you know, this is all just an audition for me to be some Ricky Roma voiceover guy. <laughs> Cuz there are so many opportunities <laughs> out Look, there for Ricky Roma voiceover guys. Somebody's an animated GGGR and <laughs> I am going to I'm going to do that voice. <laughs> now that I would really you like would, to right? see. You would, right? The animated version. Amazing. Yes. Ralph Bakshi, what are you up to these days? <laughs> Is he still alive? I have no idea. Get on board. Don Who Bluth. Who would know that? Don Bluth. Mrs. Bakshi doesn't even know. Don Bluth would be fantastic. Don Bluth. Bluth. Who are you talking about? Don Bluth. Why doesn't Don Bluth get busy on GGGR Minute? Look, I would take an animated Glengarry Glen Ross. Oh, my God. Serialize it even. Yeah. Like every week, a new a new customer comes into the office. <laughs> so it could be like sort it. of a sitcom, yeah. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross yeah, sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, of. like just serial comic, like you know, yeah, a dramedy, if you will, a dramedy. Okay, are you, fair are enough. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah, it would be sort of a. Uh, it would be like this is us. It has <laughs> laughter. It has tears every episode. You know what I mean? Like you can't get through one episode without crying. I don't and know laughing. that one. Oh, you don't know that one? No. Well, there's a show you don't know that I <laughs> that I know. I don't watch it, of course. So proud. <laughs> Why do you reference all these things that you've never seen? Well, I only know that, that one be because like, my wife watches it, and then if she's in tears at the end. This Is Us, is yeah, it called? This Is Us. Uh-huh. That's a network uh, hour-long drama? Yeah, uh-huh. and that's apparently the thing. Is like every episode, like all of America cries. Laughter, laughter and tears. Yeah, laughter and tears uh-huh. Uh-huh. for uh-huh. the uh-huh. entire hour. I've, I've gotten into shows like that, like A Parenthood or A Friday Night Lights. They always yeah. There's a little bit of that in those, I think. All right. Well, why? Um, I'm, I don't know why this is not a thing. <laughs> we the, should be the Glengarry version. Yeah, we should go to Amazon. We I should mean, go to Netflix. You we make your own luck, right, buddy? Go to Hulu and Hulu. And we should start to pitch this idea. I think we should go to Holo. <laughs> Holo. <laughs> Hose only love once. <laughs> he only likes otters. <laughs> Holo. Holo. <laughs> Holo. I mean, Hulu I is going to laugh us right out of the building, but Holo, Holo. they <laughs> might have a spot for us. They need programming. <laughs> Believe you me, I've seen their lineup for the fall and it's not good. We're looking for content. <laughs> Here at Holo. <laughs> 
we've got a holo in our programming <laughs> schedule just for a show like yours. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Glengarry Glen Ross this Minute. Is, this is Minute 54. Yeah, it is. See how I did that with all kinds of... I was amped up. I yeah, was you were, too. I, yeah, I was really I'm happy about it. That was good. It was nice work. It was some of your best. Yeah, thanks. Yep. <laughs> and um, today, like we do, we're going to watch the 54th minute of this movie. Now, see, I don't... This is how you riff? <laughs> this is what you do? <laughs> what we do here... <laughs> At the Glengarry Glen Ross Minute is... No, they know. They're 54. We're 54 in, buddy. Okay. Nobody starts with the 54th minute. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, God love you if you're on board and you just went right to 54. I'm just jumping right to 54. I mean, why not? Yeah. You know? Well, you're the second actor. You like to go and sneak in at <laughs> halftime and watch the second act of a play. I will so do that. So this would be you. I'm happy to do Jumping that. in the second act of a podcast. That's right. Yeah. Just yeah. get in there with that cloud of cigarette smokers. Just, <laughs> burrow your way into the theater sit in the back it's the best <laughs> try to figure out what the hell is going try on try to figure it out or it's a classic it's you've seen it before but you want to catch the second act sure you know? a you know? glass menagerie you're just like yeah i'm in sure i got it sure okay any williams in fact is worth second acting in my opinion probably yeah yeah, yeah right writes, writes a damn good second act that fellow. that's right he really wraps it all up he really does <laughs> and leaves you wondering all at the same time that's true so, that's know. true brilliant yeah um who was that director he worked with all the time? Elia Kazan. Elia Kazan. That was uh, Arthur Miller, I think. Also Tennessee Williams, no? I don't know. Maybe. I think it was Kazan who said oh, about Williams. I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, I know. Because Kazan directed A Streetcar Named Desire, yeah. the, the film and mm-hmm. the, the play. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, right. Speed Bump. <laughs> Here's what I wanted to say about Kazan. Go ahead. Which is... <laughs> oh, oh, can I continue? Are you done? Taking umbrage incorrectly? <laughs> Man, your middle name is Umbridge. Umbridge. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, I'm Bill Umbridge. Lord Umbridge. What I was trying to say uh-huh. is that, and I, I think this is one of the most brilliant things ever said about Tennessee Williams, and people have spoken at length, uh, but when when you could, I think what the, the actual quote is, Wait, this is could this be a, a quote corner. Qu- I was just going to say, be. is this a quote the corner? Quote, the quote from Elia Kazan. Quote corner. When you go to the movies, you want to eat popcorn. You don't want to eat hummus. If somebody said it, and you just can't forget it, if you hear someone lecture, then it's time for conjecture. If some guy's gonna spout it, why not talk about it? Quote hummus is just lime juice and chickpeas. Malays. <laughs> the quote was uh, when he was able to say whatever he wanted, he lost his voice. Oh. Brilliant when you know the work of Williams. Yeah. Uh, the idea was that as sort of censorship got more lenient and he didn't have to sort of disguise the, the point of the thing in poetry and, and beautiful prose, he, when he was able to just say the thing, it, it it was le- much less effective. That's fascinating. Yeah, and I guess true. I mean, I, I mean, it seems to be his la- his latter work where he was just kind of laying it all out there and being a gay weirdo. <laughs> uh, it lost it lost a lot of its poetry. It really did. Like, be a gay weirdo all you want. I'm all for it, but be poetic about it if you're a writer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, or ob- or obscure. 
in some like you know as we know mamet will obscure stuff like crazy right. you know what i mean right. that, but also in poetry like it's exactly. it's essentially poetic right and and williams his early work is incredible yeah. it's incredibly poetic oh, yeah. and beautiful yep um but when he was eight, when the censorship sort of lifted and he didn't have to disguise what he was actually trying to say it it just became less effective interesting yeah how about that? Yeah. Ily- Ilya Kazan. He was a genius in his own right. No doubt. Say. No yeah. doubt. Brilliant. I'm a Kazan ahead or whatever. The fans of Kazan. Kazan? Fan of Kazan. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Fans of Kazan. Kazan fan. There you go. Kafan. No, no now you've gone too far. <laughs> Sorry. I had to take a swing at it. <laughs> it was sitting out there over the plate. I wanted to see if I could get lumber on it, buddy. <laughs> That's it. We all fell off some pitches. Yeah, now. turns out no, okay. turns out that one just popped into the catcher's mitt right oh. behind me, <laughs> swinging a miss. <laughs> but I am an Ilya Kafan for go. sure. Okay. Um. Well, do you want to? Uh, I don't know. Watch. No. Why not? Minute fifty-four. Yeah. This one's going oh, out. Oh yeah, we gotta go. Yeah, to fifty-four. Brad the Rad Lowhouse. Uh. <laughs> a dear, dear, dear player to me. Yeah. Who was terrible. <laughs> Was he on the Celtics? Oh, yeah. Drafted by the Celtics. Oh, is that right? In fact, a big, blonde, seven-footer that could shoot from distance in my little boy head, little, I was a little, just a lad, just a wee lad Uh with my short shorts and my slingshot in my back pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I swore he was going to be the next Larry Bird. Yeah. You know? Because you think you want that. You think that's a thing that just happened. Right. Oh, so here's the new Larry Bird. Great. Done. And uh, uh, utterly disappointed. <laughs> but he'll always have a place in my heart because I rooted so hard for him. Now, some, for some reason, I, I associate him with the, with the Bucks. Is that right? Was he Well, he, he played for a number of teams after the Celtics were like, he's not the next Larry Bird. <laughs> this is not the next Larry Bird. He's not even really the first low house. We, we don't know who he is. But he played for like three or four teams after okay. that, and the Bucks might have been one of them. Okay. Yeah. Or I could just be... Dead wrong. Yeah, I mean... Which happens, too. Yeah. There's some evidence. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, Brad Lowhouse. This one's going out to you, buddy. This is for you. Miss you and love you. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers. But but not as much as Larry Bird. (laughs) Certainly not. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) All right, now shall we watch the old minute? Sure, Bill. That's right. You're right. <laughs> Maybe the most condescending moment of the of the movie. It could be. It's yeah. right up there. Right? He's just top five condescending moments. He's just filling time, waiting for those leads to come out. That's right. That's all he's and doing. George will stop talking about fucking insurance. <laughs> yes, I get it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's George's new line of work after after he loses oh. his job at Premier Properties. Maybe he should go into insurance. You can never be too careful. This life is full of random causal activity, and you can't see it coming. You're never going to know. It's best to be insured. <laughs> the best preparation is to be prepared for anything because, you know. You're right, George. <laughs> You're right. I always say, hope for the best, plan for the worst. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And insurance. That's what, is what I say. Insurance. Ask anyone. Ask around. I say it all the time. So much so, people tell me to stop saying it. But I won't. It's good advice, if you ask me. So, 
you know, <laughs> if you just sign, you know, this is a really good policy. <laughs> it's, you know, got everything you need <laughs> for your insurance <laughs> things. I should tell you that no matter what you come down with, we will not cover it. <laughs> um, he would be the worst <laughs> insurance salesman also. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's true. Yeah. Because he would be insu- honest with them. Insurance is kind of a scam, let's face kind it. Kind of. Yeah. It's the biggest scam in America. It really is bad. It's horrible. Yeah. I mean, the... the George would be out of one shitty sales job into the next. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. And you know, do you know, do you have any friends who like are insurance brokers or like work God, no. in insurance? What are you talking about? That's my point. <laughs> Is yeah. you, you you don't want to be friends with these people. No, you know of course I mean? not. Like, no, it's no, just, it's gross. No, yeah, it's gross. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not friends with any hitmen either, to my <laughs> knowledge. Same bullshit. Yeah, bunch of criminal activity dressed in a suit. Yeah, it makes me really angry. It should. And you want to get out? You want to you want you want to say something? You want to get something off your chest about it? I don't. No, I don't think. I think. I've, Have you I've, been burned by the insurance folks? I haven't. I've, as you know, like with my auto insurance, I've done quite well. <laughs> Over the years, <laughs> you've done very well. I've done, I mean, I pay out thousands of dollars to be covered. Well, that's the scam, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure I've paid out more than I've gotten back. For sure, you have. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how it works. You yeah. Know? But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and the whole, but the whole, like, especially with with like medical coverage, especially well, yeah, uh, health insurance uh, is a whole. Uh, we don't cover that. Right. Exactly. That seems like yeah. it was a pre-existing condition. Right. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. My balls are a pre-existing condition. <laughs> Why don't you suck on them? <laughs> pieces of shit <laughs> well what gets me is the is the old argument against like universal health care was like well we don't want to have a bureaucrat coming between you and your doctor Ugh. which is like, <laughs> which is like so hilarious because i go to the doctor and, I, and, he, and, I, and he says okay i you you have asthma and i want to i want to give you this medicine that i think is going to be really good for you right great uh, but i have to write a letter to your insurance company and ask them <laughs> if i can give it to you Oh, oh, I see. But I don't want to have a bureaucrat coming between me and my doctor. <laughs> right. God forbid. Yes. Especially not one who's like uh, profiteering for the company he works for. For 100%. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. We don't want to have a bureaucrat come between you and your bureaucrat. Right, exactly. Fuck That's you, it. man. <laughs> I hate that I, I know, I do too. Oh, my God. But That's good crazy. for George. Yeah. He's getting, he, he, this was go this was a dead end. <laughs> this this real estate sales. Yeah, it's not there's no well. way he was gonna pan out for him like that. Uh, he's fucked on the board. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> he's right. gotta do something. That's right. Yeah. So Yeah. Insurance. Maybe. All right. Well, top of the minute. Okay. We have we have a wonderful exchange. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. <laughs> I know I say that every minute, but between Williamson one, and Ricky, for sure. So Williamson comes out of the office. Right. Ricky is making his way he out. He's Ricky ba- pulling the ripcord <laughs> on the George conversation, bailing <laughs> as quick as he can. And Williamson's like, "Where are you going? I'm going to the rest. What do you fucking care?" <laughs> I Which love is, that. Like, the, I'm going to the restaurant part is like the, it's perfectly normal conversation. It's a knee jerk. It's just a knee yeah. jerk. Oh, I'm going to the restaurant. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I like, fucking hate you. <laughs> what do you fucking care? He he forgot for a second that he, that Williamson is a shithead. <laughs> How do you forget that Williamson's a shithead? Fortunately for us, he remembers in time. <laughs> Almost immediately. Yeah. Um, half, he's not even done the word restaurant, and he remembers. <laughs> oh, yeah, this guy's a real fucking jackass. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what makes it for me. If he yeah. was just like, what do you fucking care right off the bat? Something. Right. 
but he starts with an actual answer. Yes. And then he, re- he remembers. Right. That is, you're absolutely right. It's so That's great. That's what makes it great. It's yeah. so great. I'm going to the rest. What? what? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold the presses. <laughs> Do not print the rest of that word. I got something to say yeah, here. Yeah, the operating system of spinny wheel right. appeared on the screen, and he was like, nah, 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 wait a minute. What do you fucking care? Well, uh, aren't, well, aren't you going out today? Which is weird, right? It's a little weird. It's not 100% weird, but like, he was on his way out, and then Williamson wanted to know if he's going out or not. Yeah, I'm going out. I just said I'm going to... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but the answer to "Aren't you going out today?" is it's great. great. It's but so I, good, and I love the way Williamson asked the question. It's almost like, again, it's like this: "Aren't you going out oh, today?" Aren't you going out today? <laughs> it's just like, uh, "Aren't you going out today?" Fourteen-year-olds, dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, I shouldn't bring that into the minute. It's, the minute should be. Yeah, I said Williamson. You went spacey. I did. No, I did. That's okay. I should really put that barrier up. I'm not good at it though. Well, I want to remind people what a fucking jackass he was. <laughs> 14 year old kids. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, are you uh, going out today? <laughs> With what? John? With what? It's my favorite. <laughs> they stole the Glengarry Lee. They, they, they stole Rio Rancho. <laughs> well, I've got I've got last year's file. Oh. Oh, your nostalgia file. <laughs> and right here, this is a funny fucking line. Oh, your nostalgia great. file is brilliant it's fantastic the 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 sort of the jazz music kicks up here yeah yeah right? i wrote that down to the music we're back into that thing <laughs> i love when you do that almost as much as <laughs> if i should put them together in you a new should, jingle you should, should just like, layer one over the other just have a slap bass <laughs> <laughs> But it does. It picks up here. It yeah. sort of adds a levity to the scene in a way. Do yeah, you agree? Does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brings us a little levity. Brings right. us a little like he's jazzing around. <laughs> right, Ricky's right. like starting to just kind of freelance modern dance around the office. <laughs> he's doing a little spin. He's doing a little double-breasted spin. <laughs> a little soft shoe. Like, no, okay. No. Yeah, bring him. Bring him. Come yeah. on. Give him to me. Yeah. Come, Come on. on. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Hurry up. Come on. Let's go. Come on. And Williamson goes in the office to get the nostalgia file. Right, right. And Ricky says, Mitch and Murray are going to shit up. And then he stops. And then he stops. Which we leaves, all know he's going to shit a brick. They're well, both going to shit a brick. It leaves us all to decide for ourselves what exactly <laughs> they're, they're going, going to shit. shit. So it could be, you know. Well, what do you, what do you got? I was thinking. You're, you're an expert on this, on this topic. I was thinking maybe a hippopotamus. Shit a hippo. Potamus. <laughs> Or hit a shippo. That could happen too. Yeah, uh, that it could be that. I was thinking, <laughs> or maybe hippopotamus. You know, you can shorten hippopotamus, right? But I don't want to. No, you don't have to. I don't want to. But wanna. you can. No. I said hippo. You said apotamus. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, hippo could have stood on its own. <laughs> yeah. What's your problem? I want to go the whole. I want to go all the way. See, hippopotamus sounds bigger. So if you're going to shit a hippopotamus. Uh-huh. That that to me gives a better visual. I like disagree. You're shipping, I think you're, you're, you're I like the giant. meter of shit a hippo. <laughs> I like it. I see what you're saying. You're it's in, you're out. Snappy. It's rhythm, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like hippopotamus because okay. it kind of like, I don't know. To me, it, it, well, it, it connotes big and. I'm on to know. the next line while you're still saying hippopotamus. <laughs> so you tell me who wins. <laughs> what am I going to do 
all month. And there it is. There that it was is. the one we There's talked the about double, in the last the minute. The double dip. He comes back to that again. It's going to be a rough month. He's very concerned about this learning. month. That's yeah. It's like, <laughs> what? And I, I got I, no answer know, for him. We know what he's going to do. Well, he's going to s- go back and reclose them. He says well, it. That or he, you know, I mean, I don't know why he's so worried because just last night he, he closed a guy for which he had absolutely no lead whatsoever. Right. He just went to the rest and there, <laughs> there was a guy there and he sold him and it was a huge sale. Uh-huh. So I, I'm not sure why he's so concerned about I, having the leads or not having the leads. Look, man, look. Yeah. You know, I think they're just a crutch for Ricky. It, throw, hey. throw him out. All right, but like you're you you still got to work, right? Yeah. If you're Kobe Bryant, you can't be like, "Hey, I'm great. I'm not going to work. I don't have to worry about my next game, right? I right. got it. Right. You got to you got to stay on top. Right. Like you like you still like you're on the bottom, even if you're on the top. You got to work like you're on the bottom. Ricky uh, knows this. Ricky knows this. Better than anybody. That's right. Maybe better than anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. You see what I'm saying? I do. He's and the leads are certainly helpful. I mean, it's not like it's it's probably much more difficult to to find the links of the for world sure. than it is to yeah. just have a lead the to start are with. Maybe like five percent of of Ricky's yeah, if whole deal, right? Like, right. He can cold sell a guy at a bar, but he'd rather but he'd rather not. start with a lead. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm sure it's and it, yeah. and that's sort of standard operating procedure, right? Like if you. Uh, if you come into work every day and the first thing you do is start cold calling your leads or whatever, you know, you've got these lead cards, start calling people. That's right. And all of a sudden you don't have that. That's right. It's kind of like, uh, well, yeah, what okay, do you do? What am I going to do all yeah, month? Yeah. Right. So yeah, go, I get Go it. to Batavia. You can't, I mean, what are you doing? What are you, what are you going to do all month? You don't have leads to work from. That's true. You know, if you do not have the goddamn leads. <laughs> it just comes full circle. It's just brilliant. He's doubling in on itself. Yes. It's fantastic. Um, so, uh, and the nostalgia, <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. Go ahead. The nostalgia file. Yeah. And, and William says, says twice in the scene where he says, are you going out today? And then he gets yelled at. And then, and then again, <laughs> he, he says nostalgia file. And he's like, oh, you're nostalgia file. Oh, bring him. Yeah. yeah. Bring him. And Williams try, Williamson tries again. He's like, well, do you want to go out today? <laughs> you know, right. Like, right. He's trying to get like some positivity going or like a little bit of like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. oh, John, do you mind if I, could you get, you know, throw me a lead maybe so I can go out and make some money for Mitch and Murray? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> Williams is looking at the bottom line too. He's like, you know, this month is going to be bad. I got to. We might as well get a head start on making up the difference for what we're going to lose in this robbery. Yeah, uh, you know we don't we don't want to lose any more time than we're already losing. You've lost the ability to say robbery in a in a normal way, haven't you? <laughs> it's just not something you can do. What do you mean? I just said it. <laughs> robbery. That's how everybody says it. Just like that. Just like Davy Moss. Robbery. Robbery. <laughs> <laughs> um but like he's already lost half a day probably you know it's it's we're pushing noon here yeah it's 11 or so yeah and uh nothing has been sold at this point and now the whole day is going to be lost like cleaning up the office let fixing me, the door let me ask you, you know the, 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 the yeah you go to work there's been a robbery uh-huh are you working that day no no <laughs> me neither and i'm i'm certainly not if i'm the boss i'm certainly not asking people to go out that day well, but you're not Williamson. That's right, I'm not. You're and goddamn right. <laughs> you're goddamn right, I'm not Williamson. <laughs> and you're not Roma either. 
who is always working. I mean, he doesn't That's stop. That's true. I'm, yeah, in that way, I am definitely not Roma. He doesn't stop. Quick, quick to anger. <laughs> well, there you go. You got that. You got that going for you. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm, but, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm going home. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm always looking to go home anyway. But right. if I show up and there's been a robbery, I'm like, oh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Get some. Get a board up on the window and let's let's clean up this mess. I'll come back when there's an office I can work in and get me a goddamn phone because the minutes on my cellular are just cha-ching in the fuck out of my head. <laughs> But yeah, if 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 I was working somewhere and there had been a robbery, yeah. I would not expect to have to like do my normal regular everyday duties. Right. That day. That's right. I mean, one day I could see, you know, like I wouldn't expect like oh, this could this could drag on for the week. I'm under such strain, I couldn't possibly work <laughs> under these conditions. But one day seems fair. To oh, get, really? To I would try people... to parlay that into a few days off. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear you. You're right. One day is acceptable. I think it's fair You're to think... You're pushing it after that, but yeah. I would definitely be pushing it. Yeah, I think it's fair to expect, to expect <laughs> your boss to want you to get back to work. Like when the office is in reasonable repair uh-huh. you know what i mean like yeah, got, yeah, they yeah. got the lock fixed on the front door right. and the phones are back yeah which the guy comes as we see at the end of the film the guy is already coming to install the phones later on that, so. yeah he's on they're on that yeah mitch and mary are on it we're losing business exactly baby. Yeah. my time is money <laughs> so but yeah one day seems reasonable <laughs> yeah but as we know williamson is not a very reasonable let me tell you about a little something called emotional distress <laughs> i will not be working for the rest of this week <laughs> that's how i'd play that because what am I going to do all month? <laughs> all month? That's why. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd want a day off so for he's, sure. He's, yeah, me too. Uh, Especially if you got to spend time talking to the cops. You know, they're, <laughs> they're, that's, that's time out of your day. It's not like you can just... I would like to just be sent home, but... Please don't please leave. Don't leave. <laughs> we, know, we know they're not allowed to leave. And that's another thing. Ricky's just going to walk out the door... After Balin clearly told him to please, <laughs> please don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> he don't care. Where are you going? I'm going to the rest. <laughs> what do you fucking care? He don't care. He don't care. Ricky. <laughs> Roman, Ro- man. Roman, man. He don't care. He don't care. <laughs> he's just going to go he over He's there. not an order no. follower. No, he's For not. sure. No, he's not. Right? Well, he's got work to do. Why should he sit around there? There's no phones. To talk to the cops. There's no phones. Yeah. There's no leads. Yeah. <sighs> it's, it's a mess. <laughs> it's a fucking mess. And I think Ricky should go home. <laughs> and all Williamson can do <laughs> is beg people to go and do work for him. That's all he's doing. That's all he's doing. You're not going out today? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm walking out the front door, first of all. You motherfucker. <laughs> you asked me as I was walking out if I'm going out. Hate that. Yeah. But yeah, he's only worried about him. Right. And sell Mitch for Murray. me. Yeah, yeah. Sell, yeah. sell, sell. Right, right. Gotta, Ricky bot. I got to get my quota. I get my quota this exactly. month. Exactly. <laughs> Ricky bot. Let me push the Ricky Roma button on this. <laughs> get that thing going. Well, don't do an update or you won't be able to find that Ricky Roma button. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. What? So Williamson goes into that office uh-huh. to get the nostalgia file. Right, right, right. The quote unquote nostalgia file. And Ricky is doing his little, he's, he's sauntering. And he does the, another great line, which <clears throat> I think we didn't mention yet. Go ahead. Which is, sure, I don't have to. Eat I don't have to this eat this month. month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which exactly. is hilarious coming from him because yeah, you know, because of all the guys. <laughs> yeah, of all the guys. Yeah, he's he's gonna eat yeah. this month. Yeah, he just left out caviar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to eat caviar this month. <laughs> Every day, <laughs> like normal. 
I guess I'll go without my truffles. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> but I think we skipped over that one, and I love that. I don't have to eat this month. Yeah, that's before. You're right. That's before John goes back into the office. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But then he goes back in there, and as Ricky is like, Mitch and Murray are going to shit a hippopotamus, right. so forth. <laughs> Uh, George is right back in with the the thing of it is is <laughs> where are the leads in short. Right, right. <laughs> I love the one of my favorite things in all of language is when you when you, someone does the is is yeah the thing of it is the thing is, of it is is yeah yeah <laughs> I, love, I that. love that too it's so funny I do and it's it's surprising to find it like you don't you expect it in conversation right like yeah. cuz people are just talking you're just you know right. you you put together weird sentences because it's extemporaneous that's right you don't expect to see it in print yes very often that's true and unless that writer has been listening exactly right and i think that's what's so great about this is cuz it, it abounds like in everyday speech yeah it, it really does it's everywhere yeah. i mean every time you're you're out talking to somebody you'll hear something like that right yeah and it's so it could be so easily misconstrued in print. Like if you saw it written out that way, you might be like, "Oh, that's clearly a typo." A typo, yeah. They didn't mean to put the word "is" twice. Right, right, right. I'll just say the thing of it is, we're the leads insured. Yeah, yeah. But that's not what it is. No, that's not, <laughs> no. <laughs> what it is is yeah. is worth the, the thing of it is is. And I love that you can you can keep saying the word "is" in that situation over and over. Like, well, the thing of it is is. Is. is there a right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You could go on, yeah, yeah, infin- infinitely. I guess, which I love, an infinity of is, <laughs> right? <laughs> is, 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 is. Um, and there's a there's a weird shot. Um, when uh, yeah, we haven't talked visual in a while. No, what there's two weird shots. Go there's ahead. one because most of this, uh, the beginning of the scene is all sort of this wide shot where we see Ricky and Williamson and they cut occasionally to a shot just of Ricky giving his responses. Yes. But it's mostly sort of a wide shot of most of the office and we see Williamson sort of in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's one like close up of Ricky where when he says, um, I don't have to eat this month <laughs> and he's doing his little shimmy. He's doing his little like dance around thing. Yeah. yeah. And then there's this shot where he's coming in and he's when he says, "What am I going to do all month?" And he's like, uh, "It's it's shot." We see George sitting in the chair, sort of from behind at at, at Ricky's desk, uh-huh. and Ricky's sort of lurching toward him, <laughs> like hunched over, <laughs> with his hands out in front of him, almost like he's gonna like reach out and like choke George. And the camera is like up over his sh- right shoulder, and he's like. <laughs> It's just the weirdest. That is thing. weird. Yeah, he's like lurching forward. We don't see his face. We just see him lurching forward. Yeah. What am yeah. I going to do? Oh man. Yeah. Oh, it's like somewhere After I choke the life out of George. <laughs> I got nothing to do. <laughs> it's just this really weird. <laughs> I don't think I ever noticed it before. But I know, maybe a, he's going to choke out George. I don't know. Who knows? He doesn't. No. <laughs> Thankfully, in the, in the film. But yeah, you know, don't, in, that's a it's a choice. The, in your mind, though. Yeah. I mean, he could do anything you want him to do. And George doesn't seem to be looking at him at that point. So I don't know if he's like, he's doing a little puppet show <laughs> sort of behind George's back. You know, he's doing one of those things like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making fun of you behind your it's, back because you can't see me. The whole moment after he comes back into the office is just, it seems like Al was like, I'm just going to, I'll be milling around in this area here. You got coverage? 
fantastic. <laughs> and he just he just kind of like there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sauntering this way. He's sauntering that <laughs> right, way. Right. And it works. Yes. Because the whole time he's like, what am I going to do? Mitch and Mary going to shoot a brick. Like the thoughts are coming and they're, they're sort of varied and random. And so are his movements. And it really works. But if you're watching it without sound, you're like, where is that guy going? Is he, what is he doing? Is this a waltz? Is this a and Roma waltz? What's happening here? And the, the over-the-shoulder lurching towards George thing kind of comes out of left field for me. Like, all of us, like, it's, it, you, you kind of sense there's, like, two shots in the scene. So there's, like, the wide shot of the whole office with Ricky sort of in the foreground and Roma and Williams in the background. Yes. And then there's the, the opposite of that, looking back towards Ricky, where we get his, his close-ups and stuff. And then this weird over-the-shoulder lurching towards George thing is like a totally different... It's in another... You know, it's like another thing. It it's is. It's like from some other movie. Yeah. And uh, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> Fizzle. So I, I brought it up. Fizzler. <laughs> the Fizzler. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time it's for... the Fizzler. The <laughs> Where we bring up something really exciting <laughs> and let Bill ruin it. <laughs> the Fizzler. Morning drive time with Angry Guy and the Fizzler. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> the Fizzler. I love it. <laughs> I might, that one might stick. I can't promise you two dubs will stick, but the Fizzler. <laughs> the Fizzler. Yeah. Um, well, the thing of it is, is where are the leads in short? Where are the leads in short, right. And then Ricky and Ricky appropriately is angry as fuck because he won't stop talking about it. Right. And he just says, what does he say? He says, what? What? <laughs> well, because if they weren't, well, they were, Mitch and I know Mary, Mitch and Mary would be upset. No, it would be what? <laughs> well, they'll be upset. That's right. <laughs> You're right. His eyes are all wide, like, <laughs> like this guy is grinding my fucking gears. <laughs> and I relate so much to that. Yeah, you, you in particular. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like that's me in a nutshell right, right there. Exactly. Like, You're trying to get something done. That's right. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> it is a lot like it's very realistic to working in an office. Like I remember mm-hmm. working in an office and you'd be sitting there working. And you know the the board receptionist would have like her lunch break, and she'd just stand at your cubicle like, "Hey," <laughs> and you're trying to get stuff done. She's like, "Did you hear?" You know, it just brings up something totally stupid. Wait, is know? this something that happened to you? Yeah. Or you saw it happen to other people? No, it happened to me. This receptionist? Yeah. Standing by your desk? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, and, and it wasn't Think just you want a little. No, it wasn't just my desk. A little pickle tickle. No. <laughs> It wasn't just my desk. No, that's the thing. She would go to everybody's. Desk. Everybody, she would do it to my wife. Maybe she wanted who worked a lot of in the same tickle. office. No, she did it to like every, like she was just bored. Oh, like, okay. And she had her lunch break or whatever. And right. She ate in you know five minutes. She had fifty five minutes to fill. Right. And she would just wander around the office and talk to people because like Ugh. you know and that's like Ugh. I'm so glad I work from home now because I do remember Ugh. when I worked in the office in an office. Yeah. A lot of the time is spent people coming up to your desk and talking to you. Yeah. Which is completely annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offices ineffective. They are very for getting work done. Very inefficient. They really are. They really are. A hundred percent. There's no reason that people have to all go to the same place. No. anymore. Not especially not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah, yeah. 
it's awful. And the, the meetings, people have me. Uh, thankfully, there's no meetings in this movie. You know, but <laughs> well, like, there's a sales conference. That's true. There is a sales conference. <laughs> and what is a sales conference? It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Nobody gets anything out yeah. of it. Just like yeah, every yeah. meeting in a corporate yeah, environment, yeah. everybody gets together. They sit and try they, to break your rice bowl. They try to break your rice bowl. They have a little circle jerk. Everybody tries to be the smartest person in the room for an hour. Yeah, or the quippiest, or the fucking. You know, they try to be like uh, witty. Right, it's right. Just, and it falls. And just then the, the worst. projector the doesn't worst. work, and it takes twenty minutes to get somebody to get the projector to work. Oh and then there's people on the phone calling in from you know wherever, and and then at the end of the meeting, they're just like, okay, um, I got a hard out at ten, so. <laughs> Well, can we schedule another meeting to continue talking about this for, uh, let's say, uh, maybe Thursday or Friday? Does anyone hear the phrase hard out and not think hard on? Because <laughs> every time, I, well, I got a hard on in about 20 minutes. So you let's can, speed this along. You can schedule those? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the pills they have nowadays? <laughs> I didn't know you could just schedule one. Yeah, no, you can. Can you? I can. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> I mean... Well, you're a few years younger than me. <laughs> yeah, I can schedule it. Nice. I can look ahead. Wow. All right. Yeah. That's great. Get that thing prepped. <laughs> Get some prep work done. <laughs> you got a heart out? No problem. <laughs> I didn't know there was prep work involved, though. I don't... Well, how... Wait. 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 <laughs> you know you Wait. <laughs> I said, wait first. How do you go about getting your erections? There's prep. Isn't there? Well, sometimes, uh, well, I think of it more spontaneous than prep. You get spontaneous erections. <laughs> not like, like you're not, you weren't ready for it? No, you're like, oh, God damn like, it. Not like I'm in line at like Wawa. Like junior high? <laughs> Remember junior high? Yes. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> Dude, go away. <laughs> this is not the time or the place no. for you. Is that still happening to you? No. Good for you, man. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Well, I'm saying... Well, then um, there's prep. There's prep. There's got to be prep. <laughs> prep to me sounds... I don't... I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thinking... I, I, I mean, some people call it foreplay. Okay. <laughs> I call it prep. There you go. Yeah. But the way you were saying prep made it sound to me like uh, something you were doing to yourself... To prepare yourself, go on to to have an erection. I'm listening. Like, like I gotta get Boy, myself. I, I love talking about me getting erections. <laughs> I get I erection. did not see this coming. <laughs> I gotta get myself oiled up first <laughs> before this, anything's gonna happen. There is, I mean, there is a little bit of prep work. But is it like that mental? Has to go into mental, every erection. Mental prep work, so, or are we talking about like uh, physical? Oh, it's prep a combo: work. mental, physical prep. Well, the brain is the largest erogenous zone. Erroneous zone. That's right. <laughs> On this show, it's the largest <laughs> erroneous sh- zone. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, yeah, I think I think it, I think there's some prep work. I think there's okay. some. I think you got to be prepared, like the Boy Scouts. Well, yeah. Ooh, wait. Mm, nope. Hope for the best. Back, backtracking off of that. Hope for the best. <laughs> no, no Boy Scouts interaction talk here. Uh, stepped into that one. And we're going to back away. We're going to back away slowly. <laughs> Always be prepared. Uh, well, you really earned your merit badge there, Zumbo. <laughs> what badge is that again, that Bill? Be talking about inappropriate stuff, merit badge. Right there. Well, I earned that years ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no prep work, huh? 
Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to. The words prep work throw me off a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it's like it doesn't it is sound more, fun. The, the verbiage is more for making a salad, maybe. Yeah, it doesn't than, sound fun well, to me. Prep work. I mean, it sounds like a drudgery. Think you can prep for fun. You can. Yeah, I think you can prep for fun. <laughs> you can prep for I fun. Think you should, and sometimes you have to. Yeah. Set aside a little time. <laughs> really, really get into it. You have to prep for your fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Ugh. What? I just hate myself what? now because that is the case, but I don't like it. That you have to... I'd like my fun to be spontaneous. But, but I, sometimes I'm sure it is, right? And sometimes it's spontaneous. Yeah. I mean, not like junior high. No. But well, that's, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm when I'm least expecting it. Well... The fun happens. But other times you got to... You got to set aside some time. Yeah, but that's different from like prepping. <laughs> like I'm... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, I also uh, need to put something in my butt about five minutes before an erection. <laughs> is that the kind of prep work you're thinking of? I mean, now it is, but was it before? <laughs> Not that specifically. A little no? sharpie pen up there. A little something. No? All right. Maybe I've said too much. <laughs> what color sharpie? <laughs> well, Bill. <laughs> It's always a black sharpie. <laughs> Those are permanent. <laughs> Shouldn't you use like a yeah. Mr. Sketch? I think you know permanent doesn't mean where you keep it, right? That's not what the permanent is referring what, what to. Do you, what do you got up there? <laughs> you know, like a whole box of Crayolas up there. <laughs> At least it's not the Spanel Crayola. That's true. Right? Because <laughs> goddamn. Ouch. <laughs> Oh. Um. <laughs> yeah, Mitch and Mary, Mitch and Mary would, would be upset. Be very yeah. upset. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god, buddy. Yeah, that's the good stuff. That was fun. That's what I like. Oh, that that. <coughs> excuse me. Not even my place for saying <laughs> so. That was admirable. Um. But, so, but people. Yeah. Sometimes set aside a little time. Prep for your own fun. And maybe it's just your own fun. <laughs> you don't have to share that with anybody. <laughs> it can be your fun and yours alone. <laughs> Pal! <laughs> your fun is your own. <laughs> He's talking about masturbation. Clearly. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't realize that before. How many times have we seen this movie? Put a number on it. How many times do you think you've seen the movie? I don't know. I, don't I know think yours I could say. is one more than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. I don't think I could say honestly. Yeah, it's because it's it's uncountable it's, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's been so many times over so many years. Same here. Yeah, twenty five years or whatever. And, I, and and do you do I count the times that I just put it on for for the music of the background? Right. Like yeah, like I guess if I counted those, I'd be in the hundreds. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uncounted. It's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's been worth it. Let's put it that way. I don't, I I mean, don't regret a single time I've buddy, watched it. You know what I mean? Amen so, to that. It's not like it was wasted. There, are, there, isn't a, there isn't such a thing as too many times for this. No. In yeah, my opinion. I agree with you. Like a lot of things I, I'm leery about rewatching because I'll ruin it. Does that make sense to you? Yep. Like I'll, I'll get to a point where I will have seen it too many times to enjoy it anymore. Right. That has never happened with this film. Yeah. There are... There's, 
as uh, Rama says, some things fade in reflection. That's right. <laughs> That's a great meal, right. in fact. But others get better. Like this movie, I can watch it over and over and I discover something new, you know, not every time, let's say, but yeah. frequently. And uh, same goes with other great movies that For I sure. really like. You For know, sure. like uh, No Country for Old Men. I'll notice stuff in The Verdict. I love, I yeah, watch that over and over. But both of those, I think, would have a ceiling for me. You think so? I do, yeah. Well, is there another movie you could name? Like Big Lebowski. I know the you love that. The Untouchables. We, we ta- I, I could watch that, that all day, every yep. day. Yep. And have. Uh-huh. Like, I may have seen that as many times as I've seen this. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huge fan. Yeah, it's a great. It's movie. one of those. You ever have these uh, these movies or shows that yeah you, you put like when you're sick, and you know you're going to be home all day. That's just it's definitely going to get in the rotation. Yeah, you're going to throw on the Untouchables. Like I, that's one of those movies for me. Like if I'm home, I got the sniffles. You know, I'm, I'm curled up. Right. It's, the Untouchables is going to get watched. Yeah, it's like comfort food. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I need something to make me feel better. Yeah. And this always does. And I have movies I keep on my iPad. And they're my airplane Ooh. movies. So like whenever, I, if I'm on an airplane and uh, and I'm really bored, yeah. I, I, I usually take a book, you know, and this and that. And right. I, I work on the plane too sure. sometimes. Sure. But if I if I just get to the point where it's like I got to veg out a little bit and just watch a movie, right. then I have this and some other, you know, films just on my let's, iPad and I just open them up and I'll watch a movie. Let's talk about this. Let's okay. talk about this. All right. What What's one other iPad plane movie you got? Um, the Verdict, I imagine. Actually, I don't have The Verdict oh. on there, believe it or not. Surprising. Yeah, it is. I don't own a copy of the verdict. I, I really what? should get a copy of it. I, I, it was on Netflix. It's on Netflix, right? Forever. Right. So right. I just watch it on Netflix yeah, of course, all the time. Of course. Um, I also have uh, I have the Winslow Boy, which is another. There are oh. a lot of Mammoth movies. Oh actually, yeah, that's a great movie. Winslow Boy is on there, and I yeah. do enjoy watching it. And it's like um, there's something about it. It's different. It's not like your regular Hollywood. That's for sure. Film. Yeah. So it's different enough that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get into watching it because it's not—it's not, it's not predict. It, I mean, I've seen it so many times; it's predictable, of course. But right. it's—I it, I enjoy. It. I find it exciting. Yeah. and very—it's not uh, predictable in the same way, like as a Hollywood that movie. a Hollywood blockbuster right. would be. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm always surprised by it. There's, there's stuff I forget That's or cool. whatever that That's makes cool. new. I love um, uh, Lolita by Stanley Kubrick. That's oh. one of my favorites. And I could watch that over and over and over. Mm. So I keep that mm-hmm. with me. Yeah, I love that movie. Judging you silently. <laughs> and it's mostly I love it for mm-hmm. James Mason is amazing in that. And so is James Shelley Winters. Mason. I love James Mason <laughs> yes, so much. I know oh you my do. God. I know you do. Yeah. Can we cast James Mason? I mean, <clears throat> only if you can do the impression. Uh, <laughs> can I do? I try to think if I can do it, James Mason. I don't know if I can really well, do one. Well, well it's, I don't know if I can either. Uh, his, his speech from The Verdict is the one I always get into. Go ahead. You, you wanted to practice the law. <laughs> you wanted to go out into the world. Yeah. Well, you're back. <laughs> well, welcome back. I'm not doing it exactly right, but that's it. Sounds a little like, like James Foley. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're completely different. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. I have another question about airline movie watching. Okay. The few times I've I've flown and watched movies cuz I'm usually it's usually a book situation for me. Yep. Um but when I do I find myself being overly emotional. Really? At altitude. Ah. And I think I've heard that this is a thing that happens to people. It definitely happens to me. Oh, that's interesting. Like a movie I've seen a million times if I'm watching it and there's a and the music swells and there's a tear jerky moment, mm-hmm. I am bawling my face off. Huh. But because of the altitude, that's interesting. It's really weird. I've never you haven't noticed about that. this at all. N- no, and not. But now that you're <laughs> saying it, 
I do feel like I've experienced that. You have. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like reading a book or something, I would get really emotional. Get overly emotional yeah. at altitude. But I never really thought it's of it. It's bananas. I just thought it was a really good book. I could never live in <laughs> I didn't. Really, I didn't think it was an altitude thing. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm making the connection. So yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I think I need to live in Denver. I think that's my problem. Oh, you're stilted. Yeah, you need I mean, to open that up. A exactly. Little. I need yeah. to. I need to be a, a higher up in the, in I the would, air. I would be sobbing every hour on the hour. I think. Yeah. You know, I'd be like a raw nerve. Ah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But that's too sensitive. Right. Right. Because right now I'm perfectly sensitive. Okay. <laughs> I'm exactly well, where I should. Once be. Once you get that sharpie in place. <laughs> in place. <laughs> Nope, little there we go. Yeah, right. Woo! I'm about 20 minutes away from fun. But I've never heard about that altitude thing, but that's interesting. I that's, think it's a thing. I think I've I think experienced it now yeah. that you say it. Good. Yeah, well, I'm glad really cool. I could bring that to light. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Explains a lot. People? <laughs> Watch yourself on an airplane. That's right. Be careful. Be careful. And if you see someone else getting very emotional, that's right. Then you know, take pity. Exactly. Right. Just be like, just turn to them and say, "It's be just the altitude." Humanity. Listen. Explore the humanity, people. It's just the altitude. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry about that's it. So creepy. Don't. Nah. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. This guy is like coming into the restroom with you. you you're gonna be. It's okay. just the altitude. You're gonna be okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> thing. You got nothing to worry about. Nothing. Everything's gonna be just fine. Now I'm back on board. Once you get down, you know, down lower, lower, little lower, Gross. lower, then you'll be fine. Oh my god! <laughs> oh Jesus! Um. So I think we had a housekeeping. I think we did too. You got one? Yeah. All right, housekeeping. Forty-year-old man, I'm so often wrong. So here is our. the malaise <laughs> malaise go <sighs> i don't believe in the malaise eddie huang oh yeah eddie is huang. a fresh off the boat actor we okay. didn't know that from from the list he'll be playing <laughs> in the all-female version right he's playing Lori he's the one Chin. male uh, playing the laurie tangian part right he's not playing laurie tangian by the way well, what's the name <laughs> she doesn't really have a name in the Scene. Check girl, I think. Yeah, but that's not a name. That's well, a, but that's it's an occupation. It, it, okay, neither. It's not Lori Tanchin is not an occupation. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> She's what expanding you, her what horizons. Do get, what do you get paid for being a Lori Tanchin? I wonder. I'm pretty handsomely. Probably I think. very well. Yeah, but she's yeah. doing very. She's well. doing very, she's very, doing well. very she's well. Very well. With the nurses. <laughs> With anybody. I heard they she's were running Lori cold. Tanchin, no, she's doing very well. <laughs> Uh, so that was that, Eddie Huang. I haven't seen Fresh Off the Boat. I hear it's very good. I just haven't seen it. No, I haven't either. Um, and you don't watch episodic television, so... Nope. Won't see it, most likely. So weird. <laughs> so weird. Like, you got nothing... Like, you got a bunch of stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't be bothered with episodic TV. That's right. That's not right. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but I know it's not important. <laughs> And then, uh, and you could not think of Ken Jeong, the that's famous, the guy. famous Dr. Ken. Dr. Ken. That's Dr. the Ken. guy I was thinking of that yeah, I yeah. thought was Eddie Huang. Huang. Yeah. Because you're racist. <laughs> yep. No. Own it. What? Own it. <laughs> no. You just heard an Asian name and you're like, it's got to be that one funny Asian. Well, he was, he's the, well, because I don't know the other guy. Racist. When I, 
heard that name that and he was on a sitcom you said he was from fresh off the boat which is an asian sitcom so i thought of the funny Asian. well i guy. didn't say that last episode i think you did no i didn't i think you did because i didn't know it until just now when oh. i checked it oh okay. <laughs> i didn't know who he was remember oh. Oh. we had a whole i don't know who that is oh oh <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless i said is he that funny asian guy yeah, nonetheless funny guy R- racist <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the, the great Dr. Ken. Dr. Ken. Uh, you'll remember him from uh, The Hangover, jumping out of the trunk naked. And that's what I said. Remember that is I what said you said, yeah. He was in The Hangover. because yeah, yeah. you know one funny Asian. <laughs> and therefore, they all must be Dr. Ken. <laughs> but I do love Dr. Ken, for the record. And in fact, I would like Dr. Ken to play the, the Lori Tension part in the all-female cast. Instead of Eddie Huang. Oh, well, all right, whatever. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Huang. I'm so racist, I wouldn't know how to pronounce it. How would you pronounce H-U-A-N-G? Huang. Huang. It's not Huang. Huang. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're right, though. I think I'm, I go with you. Huang. 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 Eddie Huang. And like like uh, David Huang, is the playwright, is, is Huang. But that's, H- that's H- Wang. W- it's spelled Wang. H-W-A-N-G. Oh, it did say, okay. Yeah. Huang. Huang. <laughs> but I think it's pronounced Huang. And not Huang, but I don't know. <laughs> I just like anything that has an H and a W. Now, do you, you, do you have to prep for fun wha- with a Huang? <laughs> Come on. Had to do it. Simple Sharpie. Had to do it. <laughs> it's all one needs. That's all you need. It's, it's, it cures what ails you. <laughs> <laughs> it's B-Y-O-A. <laughs> bring your own anus. Oh, what? Why wouldn't you just bring a Sharpie? What? I mean, everybody's already got their own anus. You don't have to bring it. It's like, it's like saying bring your own vagina ears. <laughs> I'm saying like, like, all you need is a Sharpie, but you have to bring your own. Like the Sharpie could belong to anyone. Oh, no. No, it cannot, buddy. No. No sharing? No. How do I know what you've been doing with your Sharpie? I need my own Sharpie. I'm sorry. I B-Y-O-S. By the way, if anyone from... The Sharpie Corporation is listening, and you want to get in on this and and be a sponsor. Why wouldn't they? I mean, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. This is the time. Get in on this. Now is the time. Yeah. Because Sharpie sales are going to (laughs) spike. There's going to be quite the bump, (laughs) quite the uptick in the Sharpie sales this month. (laughs) And we'll go on talking about this in every episode if you know, if you grease the skids. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Grease the skids? (laughs) Grease the Sharpie, first of all. (laughs) And then grease the skids. <laughs> so, I mean, well, while you're at it, just grease everything. Just just cover it all. <laughs> it all just cover up. it all up. Um, now, the other thing is... You have another thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, we never really cast uh, James Mason. We kind of skipped over it. Mm. So can we do Who Would They Play? Yeah. Who Would They Play? Who Would They Play? Now, where are we going to put JM? I think there's one in one, one role in one role only. Wow. I think you're thinking Shelly. That's right. I thought so. That's where I put old windbags. All the old windbags <laughs> go into the Shelly corral. Right? He wasn't always old. No, but Shelly has to be on the older side. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
So I'm thinking of the old James Mason. Okay, so you're thinking like, yeah, the older James Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shelly right now, I mean, we got a bunch of bangers. And we got a bunch of heavy hitters. You got like Hanks in there. Hanks is in there. Donna Michi, F. Murray. Oh, my God. Carol O'Connor. Oh, my God. I mean, not that James Mason doesn't belong in that group, but he's not going to he's not going to get the pick. <laughs> right. I mean, when when draft day comes, he's not going to be the Shelley. We can put him there. <laughs> right. But he's got no shot. Invite him into the corral. That's, That's a courtesy. Right. <laughs> and he's going to wind up being yeah. Brady Brody Quinn or whatever that guy's name was at the draft. <laughs> Yeah, Brady Queen. What was his name? Was it Bro- It was Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're talking about the Notre Dame quarterback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat around all day <laughs> on TV and then no one called him. That was such a say. Oh, hey, so that sad. happens to some great players too, though. Aaron Rodgers. Right? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> sat around I mean, a long Tom time. Brady sat until round six. He wasn't, he on, wasn't there. On TV. Right, exactly. Right, right, that right, was right. the. But yeah, thing. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, he sat longer than he expected for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it happens. It does. Yeah. But anyway, so Sorry, James, James Mason, Mason. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen to you. Just FYI. That's right. F. Murray Abraham we'll, we'll Y. Hey, oh. <laughs> no, but we'll throw him in there. Okay, cool. Just for shits and giggles. Just to make me happy. That's right. Because I love James Mason. Yeah. Mace. Mace. I call yeah. him Mace. <laughs> so we could have Anthony Mason and James Mason in the what? same cast. I think they're related. <laughs> that would be so great. I think so. Um, <laughs> Anthony Mason is shaving stuff into James Mason's head. <laughs> little designs it's a little knickerbocker emblems and stuff or, or writes the machine <laughs> and shaves it into his hair god damn it now i want to get the machine shaved into my head <laughs> just have people ask me what the hell is going on <laughs> i'm the machine there you go yeah no nothing else needed to be said really. that's right and then you can get a bunch of tats that are all like gears like intersecting gears, like all over your body, so you look like a machine. I have a gear tattoo. Do you have a Do you gear know already on the back of my neck? Oh, there you go. A gear tattoo. I've probably seen it, but I can't see it right now. Yeah, so. the plan is to is to get more gears intersecting it, and you know, as it as it continues. But well, right now it's just a lone gear. Well, you got time. One lone gear. That's the start of a machine. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. Also, a sad Richard Gear movie. <laughs> one it's lone the gear. start of one lone gear. <laughs> one lone gear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Richard Gere. I will never cast Richard Gere. You hate Gere. Richard Gere? I do. Why? Do you like Richard Gere? I got to tell you, I worked with Richard Gere one time. Let's see. What? I don't believe this. <laughs> well, and why is it coming up now 54 episodes in? <laughs> you just said Richard Gere. <laughs> I don't go I don't go around. What do you mean you talk- worked with him? What are you talking about? I I used to be a teleprompter operator. Yes. And uh I did a shoot one time uh for I don't remember what it was a, a, a film like a documentary or something. And I guess he was the narrator. He was doing the VO? Yeah. Nice. And we went out to this old like train yard in Newark, New Jersey. An old like abandoned... You and Dickie Gear? Yeah, Richard and, Gear. And the crew, I'm sure. And the crew, right, yeah, exactly. Right, right. Not just and the two of you? No, it wasn't just he and I. <laughs> that the, the, There was no cameraman or anything. There were other people there. So I was just teleprompting for him and he would, you know, he was reading the, the stuff. And it was a fun shoot because we were we were outside and we were moving all around and we were doing all these weird things where he would be walking through these like desolate buildings or whatever and How burned out it? stuff and train across train tracks and stuff and he just seemed like a really cool down very down to earth sort of um enlightened guy like he's not he's not like pompous or um you know it doesn't it didn't feel like a pretty boy kind of guy well at all i guess i mean that helps but i, I just don't like his work Oh, I think he's a big cardboard cutout of an actor. Oh, I see what you're and saying. And I, I think he's no fucking good. Okay, I've never enjoyed anything he's been in. 
Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. What, do you have a favorite Richard Gere? That's, that's a good point. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Making is I'm trying to think of, a, of my favorite Richard Gere movie. The big ones are Officer and a Gentleman, right? right? Which I didn't like him in. Okay. Pretty Woman. Right. Also Woman. did not like him in that. Okay. Uh, Primal Fear with the great Ed Norton. Right. He was terrible the, in that. Okay. Gere, I mean, get him out of there. Get him out. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see the need for it. Uh huh. A sleepy, salt and pepper haired, handsome d- guy. Yeah, you make a good point. So I'm, he's I'm got having a hard time he's thinking nothing of good. my favorite Richard Gere movie. You got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. But I, I have to. I liked him as a. You person. like him as a guy. Yeah. Well, that guy, that does so, help. Yeah. I mean, it diminishes my ability to badmouth him here. <laughs> <laughs> but it helps me like, well, at least he's a good guy. Yeah, I think he is a good guy. Yeah. And he, you know, I think he's he's been he's he's like an activist for stuff. I can't remember what like he's he's big uh, activist for homeless people. Okay. And he did a movie recently where he like played a homeless guy <laughs> or something. Did, I, it was supposed to be the really handsomest, good. The handsomest, well-fed homeless guy you ever saw. No, this is the thing. He like totally like went all in on the role okay. and he, like grew a scraggly beard and he looked terrible and he didn't sleep for days and he did the whole like really mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like people actually thought he was a homeless guy when they were like shooting this stuff on the street. Okay. Um I haven't seen this movie. I don't know what it's called. Of course not. <laughs> You exclusively talk about things you haven't seen. <laughs> but that's what I heard. I'm okay. sure someone on, I'm sure the cleric or someone on Twitter will correct me on this whole well, thing. If anyone's going to correct you, it's going to be that guy. <laughs> he is like chomping at the bit to make corrections, which is fine. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. No, he's great. Well, <laughs> I, we can ease off the great part. <laughs> but somebody needs to help us with corrections. That's for sure. I'm glad he stepped up with that. Yeah, that's for we damn sure. We do need the help. We do. Sure. <laughs> Uh, well, there you go. There you go, James Mason as Richard Gere, <laughs> as, as Richard, Richard Gere. Gere. <laughs> now that I would see, hundred percent. That's the one Richard Gere vehicle I would see if someone else was playing him. I'm trying to work up my James Mason impression as we sit here. I, it's it's tough. I think I mean, it's it, like, I think it might just be elusive. You are paid to appear. <laughs> That's not working at all. That was that was really terrible. I'm having trouble recalling the dialogue from the verdict to uh-huh, do it because uh-huh. that's um, I love him. In that. Well, where there's where, another great line in Lolita where he says, <laughs> "Nurse the tooth." My favorite line. <laughs> he says, "Lolita." I, I guess I'm nurse, not a James Mason fan. Nurse the either. tooth. Come on, nurse the tooth. <laughs> Aren't you going to nurse the tooth? Is that a euphemism for something? I don't. <laughs> I have the sharpie, buddy. No. I don't know what you're telling me now. I don't. I'm try. I'll try to help however I can. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, there's, there's no I'm invested in our friendship, so <laughs> there's no prep work involved if in nursing the tooth. If you need me to nurse the tooth, no, I don't. No, no, I'm you good. Nurse the tooth for a little bit. When's it? When's it your turn to nurse the tooth? <laughs> <laughs> so there, we, well, we got James Mason. He's in the corral. <laughs> Have fun in the corral. James Mason. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and uh, you got anything else on this minute? Well, not, uh, n- not on the minute, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I do have. I have a Romaville thought that <gasps> we may have touched on before. So I don't. I, it's a little hazy. Well, let's play. The but j- I do. Let's I play the jingle. I mean, anyway. you got to play the jingle, right? It's gonna. That's why I did this anyway. My name is Richard Roma. We have Williamsons that you can whack to try and win a Cadillac in Romaville. In Romaville. 
train compartment smelling vaguely of shit in Romaville. In Romaville. Come and join our new enclave where everybody says fuck you, Dave. In doing the malaise now malaise. <laughs> you're gonna cut out all the malaises are you <laughs> no i will leave them uh, in for thank you. you uh so my idea is and i think we we something close to this and in, popped into my head but instead of the teacup ride yeah we have highball glasses <laughs> <laughs> right there's even like a little a little cutty in the bottom as you step in. And you sit you sit on like cubes, like little ice cubes. Yeah, you cubes. sit on little ice cubes. I love that. <laughs> and they go around. I love yeah. it. So the whole thing is like kind of transparent. Like the That's whole, right. You can see. You yeah, can yeah, see yeah. through it. Yeah, that's You fun. can see all the Sharpies you'll need to see. <laughs> and it could, be called, the... it could be called Clear Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's why you're here. You bring the goodness. That's fantastic. So there it is. The highball. That's what I have. I love that. Oh, no. There's another one. Oh, Instead okay, of a haunted house or haunted mansion, yes. we could just have an, an unsellable sit. So like people throughout the house, as you go, you try to make a sale, and they just close the doors on you constantly. <laughs> Thank you, no. Thank you, no. Thank you, no. <laughs> that's good. So it's like a walk-through attraction. So you sort that's of right. walk through. That's right. And instead of people jumping out at you, it's like people running away. People from running you. away from you, right? And you have to try to catch them and sell them <laughs> before they get into their houses or whatever. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I like that. All right, that'd be really fantastic. Cool. And we have a do we have a name for that? It's like um, I don't. I have sit or unsellable um, house. Unsellable but that's not a name. It's it's a starter idea. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're we're we'll come back to that. Put a pin in okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Sit or. Uh, spin. Sit or spin, sit or shit. Um, fuck or walk. How about that? It could be called fuck or walk. I love it. I'm on board. <laughs> fuck or walk. And we'll sell Chinese food at a place called fuck or walk. That's right. Right? That's we right. got to bring that right one outside. Because yeah. after all that running around, you're going to work up an appetite. That's right. So you're going to come out. And, and then gonna you, you're going to want to be hungry again in 10 minutes. So <laughs> Chinese food is the way to go on that. Well, and then you could go to the bowl rant and then get more food and then get hungry again. That's right. We're going to make a million. We're going to make we, a killing in this place. That's right. Just on the concessions alone, we're going to make so much money. <laughs> yeah. And if we buy really cheap... Don't tell anybody this. Okay. But really cheap I won't scotch tell you. or whatever it uh-huh. is and say it's cutty. Well, scotch, yeah. Uh-huh. And say it's it's cutty. Sure. And no one will know. No one would ever know. No. Because no. the people who go to Romaville aren't drinking cutty. No. They want to drink cutty. They'd like to aspire they, to exactly, drink Exactly, yeah. but they don't drink they cutty. They don't, know they don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I then, love it. As soon as you're done with your rice bowl, <laughs> you can bring it to someone who will break it for you. <laughs> He'll be dressed as Blake, and he will literally break your rice bowl. I love that. You like that? I do. Fantastic. Really He'll be good. compostable, of course. Well, that would be the thing. Is is that's instead of throwing just at a regular amusement park, it would be boring. You just throw your garbage in the garbage can. Not at no. Romaville. No, sir. Nope. You go to Blake, that's and right. he will break. He will your break rice your rice bowl, bowl and put it, and then that's, and they're compostable. So, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's they'll, part they'll of the biodegrade, process. and and everybody's happy. It's just part of the process. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, there it is, buddy. I love it. And I believe, does that do it? Is that everything? I think so. We did the housekeeping. We did. Right? Yeah. We did the Romaville. We did. 
We did the who would they play? Oh no, I have a quote corner. Oh, another one? Yeah. Oh, we did one. Oh, we did it. We did, we did Ilya Kazan. Kazan. That was spur of the moment, uh, baby. That was the top of the dome. That was <laughs> off the lid. That was like unprompted. That's impressive. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's almost as if you had a sharpie up your ass. Thank you, Bill. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if you had a sharpie in your butt. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. I mean, I feel. Feel very close to you right now. Oh dear! <laughs> I'm gonna play the jingle. Quote corner. When you go to the movies, you want to eat popcorn. You don't want to eat hummus. If somebody said it, and you just can't forget it, if you hear someone lecture, then it's time for conjecture. If some guy's Just lime juice and chickpeas. Malaise. <laughs> this is a quote from Liev Schreiber, who played, who played Roma. Roma, famously. I saw on Broadway that production. Yes. And boy, did I love him as Roma. Yeah. And I don't. I mean, I don't. I mean, Al is Al. Like <sighs> the top of the top of the totem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and other guys have done very well, also. Schreiber's right up there Okay For me Cool Thought he was great So he was asked Who is Ricky Roma to you? Okay And this is his response Well First I thought it was A very poor casting choice <laughs> The guy's name is Roma He's supposed to be an Italian And here I am This giant Ukrainian I didn't know how It was going to work But to answer your question On opening night Someone gave me a set of steak knives With a card that said Kill them all huh. And I think that pretty much Sums it up Ooh. So that's his thoughts on Ricky Roma. Wow. Yeah. That's, I got to think about that for a minute. You do? Someone gave him a set of steak knives. Well, that's fun, right? Opening night gift for a guy playing Ricky Roma on Broadway, right. give him a set of steak knives. Yeah, that's fun. Right? Second prize, set of steak knives. But that's second prize. He didn't, that's nobody the joke. Him, yeah, I got, okay, that's, that's the, the joke. That's the joke. And kill them all. What's to kill them all? Well, I think, I think like, that is the, that's the thing about Ricky Roma. Take no prisoners. He doesn't care. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, just just go for yours, buddy. Right. You know? Yes. Okay. And by the way, giant Ukrainian, really, like, an imposing figure on the stage, which really worked. He is, yeah. Like, I don't... I know Al and Montaigne did it, and, you know, they're of, they're of a certain stature. <laughs> right. And they're of a certain style and look, and they it obviously worked. Right. But it's a, there's a different element to having... Roma also be a very physically imposing presence. Yeah, it would work it, it, very well. It really worked. Yeah. yeah, it was very good. And I, I think you kind of need him to be a big guy in that particular production because you had Alan Alda. Alan Alda, also a big man. Very tall, tall playing Shelley. Yeah, yeah. And you can't have Shelley but really being like the biggest, most imposing that's guy on true. the stage. That's true. That's true. That's a very good point. That's probably not working. But, you know, Liev... He's big, yeah. He's, he's a tall as guy. Well. Yeah. He's imposing. He's yeah. Obviously a physical presence. Yes. And he wore a mustache for that role, if I remember correctly. He did correctly, indeed, yeah. Which probably makes him even more sinister no, he than look, he usual. Looked, he looked great. Yeah. <laughs> he, looked, he looked great. I didn't have a Sharpie on hand, but he looked really good. <laughs> no, I love it. That's Quote Corner. I love everyone. It. We haven't done a Quote Corner in forever. That was great. Except we just did we did two, but that's good. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I love it. I mean, we, two in the same episode, but yeah, prior but one to that, was, we hadn't done. That's true. We hadn't done one for a while. Hadn't done one for. I mean, you don't come with quotes anymore. You just gave up on it completely. <sighs> what? You did. 
No. Buddy. Uh-uh. I'm being straight with you now. <laughs> I'm just trying to talk to you. Okay. Just two guys talking. Uh-huh. You could come with some stuff. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I yeah, uh, Okay. I'll try to do better. Will you? I will. I, I will. Uh, this cat <laughs> is trying. To, Willie's trying to take down the podcast. There's a cat in the studio. Single pawedly. How did that happen? There's a cat in here. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you here in the studio in our professional you, studio? Where we're we in the studio? Yeah, we have this beautiful studio with millions of dollars worth of recording equipment, uh, and uh, somehow a cat got in here. What? He, right. I feel like this is a facade that you didn't need to be facaded. <laughs> Or refacaded. Well, I brought something, didn't I? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Still no on that, buddy. Uh, but keep swinging for the fence. Okay, I will. Uh, you got anything else in this minute? I sure don't. How about you? Uh, I see you. I see you looking at the ticker. I see it. I see it. It took me a while to find the time You've on, had my it on, up- the upgraded, <laughs> on the upgraded software. It took me yeah, a little while yeah, to find Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw, you've been looking since Sharpie was first uttered. <laughs> I see you looking at the ticker. All right, fine. We can be done. Fine. <laughs> fine. 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 Well, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been great. It has been. Okay. We'll be back real soon. Yeah, we will. Okay. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.